Dads, you have a role, and it's a very important role, especially for the mentality of your kids, for your so your kids can have a healthy mental state. They need to have you. We're going to be talking about that uh, this week on episode 213 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to The Relaxed Mail. I'm your host, Brian, and I am a certified men's coach who assists men who are just neck deep in the suffering of their life. Men who are going through just the thick of it, things like divorce, rough job periods, things like that. Men go through their day-to-day struggles and often find themselves just buried up in frustration and and self-thought and all the all the things that just keep you playing small. Life can come at us fast and sometimes we become so overwhelmed that we just don't have a clue as to what to do. I help you men Get to the root of what your suffering is. Help them help you step back, relax, so that you can actually enjoy life. And in each episode, we look at what it takes to change how you look at your life so that you can be better, stronger, more confident, more successful on the other side without playing the victim. And today we're looking at why we need dad in the kids' lives. And We've talked about it. We hear about it all the time, how the courts are kind of, or not even kind of, they're stacked against dads. They, dads kind of get the short end of the stick. Uh, they're kind of used as, you know, the walking, talking wallet. Uh, and mom wants to do everything for the kid. Well, that's moms do have a role. Moms play a very important role in the raising of, of children. The problem is, is that, they aren't the only one who has a good or has a needed role in raising children. There's the other side, the, the, the other critical part of, of being able to have a child in the first place. You have to have the guy in the relationship. You have to have the man who got the mom pregnant. He needs to be in the relationship. Now I get, I hear you. I, I hear, especially a lot of the women start screaming. I was like, Oh my God, no, you can't have that because they're, I, I they all have, uh, I, the loudest ones all have their, their very loud reasons as to why they can't have men in their little, in their relationships. He, I was abused. And you know, it's amazing how many women have all, suddenly become abused when, especially when you start talking about men needing to be a part of their children's lives. And, there's a lot of women who have put their egos to the side and have like, yeah, we need, I need, you know, I need dad in this picture. And when you are able to do that, you know, you get a better, you get a better result. You get a better, well-balanced child without it. Then you have kids who have dad baggage. I mean, well, we all have dad baggage, even if dad's around the whole time. You're going to find something wrong. Dad didn't do something that you believe you should have been, that should have been done. 
it uh, it's just how it, it's how it goes. Dad, we take on we take on the dad baggage and we we shoulder it just fine. But wanted to kind of look through history and kind of show why dad's role in having mentally healthy kids is incredibly important. Why these why these kids need to see dad on a regular basis and why that whole age 13, 12, 11, 12, 13, that little tween area is the critical point when dad really needs to step in. So just to kind of start with kind of, if you look through the, through the past, um, up until about 1964, back when the uh, LBJ installed the the Great Society, signed in the the Great Welfare Acts, and and he essentially he decimated not to, uh, not just black families, he decimated all families. He because once you had in 64s when you had uh, the Great Society signed. And there was still an increase of of marriages going on at that time, and that's because you still had people who had the old line of thinking. They were raised with "we've got to do it ourselves." So there was in the '60s and the '70s, and on into about 1980, from '80 80 to '84, somewhere in that area, we had a kind of a peak. And I've got a. Uh, a graph in here that shows the United States right after uh, the end of uh, world war two, you see this huge spike where there was um, number of marriages per, per year per thousand people in population. So 16 people out of, out of every thousand were getting married. And then after that, it, it dropped and it, it tried to make a little comeback and it fell and it, it wobbled down a little bit. Then it came up, and then now we've just kind of been on a free fall roller coaster, and that happened right around the right around the 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 nineteen eighties. The highest point of the of the return was in the seventies. This is like seventy three, seventy four, and then we had another fall off as the uh, as the uh, economy had a little bit of a crisis and 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 stuff like that, and then it came back up in the eighties and then summarily started to drop again. And we have been in a drop for the past 40 years. Now you can take this and you can look and I was, I was trying I've, I found evidence for it, but I, I don't know how to make it, <laughs> make a, a, a representative graph of it, but it essentially right around 2000, another 20 years after all of a sudden you start really seeing the mental health. You know, you got your Gen X or not Gen X, uh, uh, the millennials really starting to hit the, hit the market and they're in the job market and they start really coming up and they're the ones who've got all these anxiety ridden problems. You know, there's there's ones that started it and each generation after that, you got the, uh, the zoomers and, and, and now, you know, Gen Alpha who are just, just these, you know, anxiety, mentally unstable beings that you, you feel sorry for. I mean, it's just, they're, they can't, 
I mean, we had a, oh, what is it? Uh, in Business Insider had a, had a, 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 a an article posted that Gen Zers actually, the, the Zoomers are, are shooting themselves on the foot because they're going to job interviews and having mommy and or daddy tagging along for moral support. They can't, they don't have the fortitude, the constitution within them to do things on their own. They have to have, Oh, I'm scared, mom. Yeah, no kidding. You're doing something scary. You're doing something. You're getting a new job and you have to have mom and dad step along with you. No, that's, that's the, the problem that a lot of people have, but the, and the reason why you start seeing that increase though, is because we have a lack of dads in society. And it's not just that there are lack of married men. There are also the dads are being excluded. They're being forced out. They are being told they don't want, they don't want to be used and, or they don't want to be, the women don't want the men around. But on top of that, also because of that and because of how women are looking at men now as just basically little playthings, men aren't stepping up and taking their side of the job uh, of responsibility. And then they wonder, well, why am I not, you know, why am I not being fulfilled? Because your part of your fulfillment, obviously, is to be a dad, is to be in a relationship and be a dad and have the go through those struggles and those, those anguishes and have a good, you know, have that experience. Yeah. Is being raising children. Great. Is raising children a wonderful, wonderful experience. Yeah. It's not all the time. I mean, there's a lot of times where you just are just setting up. There's late, a lot of late nights. If you, if you have, have kids, you know, there's a lot of late nights where you're, you know, kids are doing something and you're trying to figure out why are they, why are they doing that? My kids uh, had a lot of issues that, uh, that cropped up. That I would have never dreamt of, but the the reason why we have such an increase in, in mental health problems is again, because we take, took dad out of the, uh, out of the equation. And I, I hear a lot of folks are going to say, well, but we can, us women can do the same things that the dads could do. Not quite. You can raise good kids without a dad. There's no, no doubt on that. Same as you can raise good kids without a mom, which a lot of, a lot of feminists don't want, <laughs> they don't like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually raise really good kids without a mom, but the chances of that fully happening are very minuscule. They're slim. You have a immensely better chance of raising a very healthy, well-rounded, confident adult if you have dad in the picture. And there are two big reasons. Dad is the disciplinarian. And that is not just, you know, dad come along, whips a belt off and, and pops the kid on the butt because they're being an idiot though that is some of it. The other reason is because when dad is playing with the kids and dads do, we love to rough house. We play, we, we give mom heart attacks because we're doing stuff with the kids that she would never do. 
And that's fine. We are making da- tough, dangerous children when we play with our kids in a very roughhousing manner. But also, when the kids start getting a little too rambunctious, start hitting a little bit too hard and or doing things like that, that's when dad and their disciplinarianism, disciplinarianism, <laughs> is that even a word? I don't think so. Our disciplinarian instincts step in and we know you can't do that set off to the side and we force we tell them to go sit over on the on the side and they can't play with dad for a minute two minutes five minutes however long and then eventually like all right you you mind yourself uh-huh. all right well come on in and y'all start wrestling around again until it gets a little too rough and you have to set them off to the side kids do that they don't learn restraint unless dad is there kids want you know kids wants a a Bedtime story. All right. Yeah. And they'll read a bedtime story again. All right. But dad will read it again. And that he'll, he may say, well, that's the last time again. It's like, no, we've done the last time and we draw the lines. We show the children what discipline is about. They get the time to spend with their, with their dad. The time that the kids spend with dad are very important, but we've slowly been having that degraded we've had that removed we've had that scraped away we've had that destroyed since the 1960s and it's been just you know every 20 years it's a little bit worse and a little bit worse because we have kids who have grown up not knowing they you know everybody talked about well it's toxic masculinity no what they don't understand is that's not actually toxic masculinity is not masculinity Toxic masculinity is actually the lack of masculinity. It's boys running off of nothing but their own impulses based on their testosterone. When you have other men around and you start having bringing boys into groups where there are other men around them, they start learning what masculinity really is. And most of these kids today, over half do not have fathers in the houses. And you wonder why you go into LA and there is a people have decided just to give up and not partake in society and become homeless bums on the street because they can get high. They can do whatever they want. They can self-medicate, which is essentially what they're doing with all the drugs without having to face any type of rules because it's easier to not have to face the rules and to live in a homeless state. A lot of, a lot of folks really get pissed off at me when I say homelessness is a choice and it is, it's a very, it's very much a choice. They choose to give up. They choose to stop trying to be a part of society. And they're like, Oh no, it's housing's too expensive. Well, housing is expensive. I'm going to, I will give you that. Yes, but you can also make plenty of money. A lot of the people want to base their, well, it's too expensive to live there but by the fact that they're, it's too expensive to live in a city. Well, no freaking duh, dude. You want to know how you drop, drop the, the, the land prices for, for cities? Move out. Stop living in the city. Go live in, in, You know, you can live an hour outside of town. Yeah, you gotta, you're gonna have to pay a little bit more in gas, but at the same time, 
gas is a lot cheaper than than housing. I mean, what is it like five hundred square foot apartment in in New York is something like two grand or something like that. Something astronomical. I can't tell you exactly what it was. I was, but it's something to that effect. It's like a, a crazy amount of money. I'd rather live an hour. I'd I'd rather live two hours outside of town. Try have to drive in. Get up at four o'clock in the morning, drive in and be in, in town at six o'clock in the morning and come home and be home by eight than to try living in, in that type of uh, environment. I'd rather sm- find, you know, Podunk USA. You have choices. People don't want to make choices. It's easier to be broke and to be homeless in a, uh, in a big city because you've got so many people standing around going, Oh, the poor, the poor homeless guy. They can easily, they've made, they've made homelessness very comfortable. And many people, they do decide, you know what? I want something better. They got, they get tired of trying to live in a, in a tent, especially when a cold comes barreling through. But these guys, most of these people didn't have a dad to discipline them, didn't get the, or they, and some of them go, well, I had a dad. He beat me all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All, all dads run around beating their kids too. No, I'm sorry, but that's again, that's, that's a way to look at a circumstance. It's not really, a, I don't buy the full story, but dads are the disciplinarians. Dads show you how to be disciplined and show you the results and the benefits of being disciplined. When you can delay gratification, you're going to find that your life has millions, millions more of, or millions of different types of rewards. Thanks to the fact that you did not want to go for instant gratification. You weren't being the microwave society. Another problem that a lot of the young men today are facing is the fact that they're because they don't have their dads in in the house is because they don't have any mentorship. They just kind of, oh yeah, well, and so they, they just kind of lounge around. They don't have any direction because they've never been mentored. They don't have any idea of what it is they need to be doing because again, they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They don't have any idea of what it is they're not supposed to be doing. They just are going off of what their friends tell them. Their friends are just as ignorant as they are. So it's essentially the blind leading the blind. When you have a dad and he is, when you turn 13, you that's when dads and parents actually need to be phasing out of the parenting business and coming into the mentoring business. And when you aren't mentoring your kids, somebody else is, and they're not mentoring to your, your values. They're not mentoring toward, to your, your line of beliefs. They're mentoring for their own personal agenda, which is another problem that we have. This is one reason why we have so many, so many girls nowadays running around thinking that they're boys and so many boys running around going, Hey, it's easier to be a girl. No. Both, uh, both sides have all the challenges that they need to have and to sit around and go and wish that, you know, I could, I wish I could be a girl because, you know, they, all they have to do is just stand around and look pretty and they can get, they can get picked up by a guy or whatever type of thought that they're having to where they think that it's better to be a girl or it's better to be a boy. If you're, if, 
if the girl, I see way too many girls thinking that it's better to, to be a guy and it's not, <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of rules to be in a guy that we don't act, that we don't express. You can easily, you know, easily have a case of the grass is greener on the other side, all because, Hey, I, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that. I don't want to do the, any, you know, I don't, I don't want to, my life is too terrible. I had, I didn't have a dad tell me how beautiful I was. I didn't have a dad tell me how strong I was becoming. So these kids are becoming easier to manipulate and to coerce into being something that they're not to be, they're becoming easier to be talked into doing very permanent damage to their own bodies. Now, thankfully, I think people are starting to really wake up and are really starting to draw kids out of, out of, out of school. And they're, they're getting the whole, the woke agenda stuff, you know, punched in the teeth and told them and, and expressed, Hey, this isn't, this isn't cool. This isn't in any way cool. And we're not going to stand for it because the best way to change a school's line of, of teaching is you take their money away from them and they scream when they lose their money. I mean, that's why they, they are so against having, having, um, voucher programs where kids in in public schools could go to charter schools because all of a sudden, Hey, it becomes a lot there. You're pulling money out of a, out of a school's mouth. And that's, they, they don't like that here in Oklahoma. They threw a big old fit about it and it actually failed sadly because people were more willing to listen to a bunch of teachers go, Oh, well, it's, it, it takes the money out of, uh, out of schools that really need it. And, and they're going to be, uh, Shopping for uh, for the best students and and recruiting the best students to their schools. I was like, well, <laughs> then get better, or you could actually even set it up to where that money can't go to sports. That would be the better result, honestly. But schools like their like their sports. So, but anyhow, so we have we have dads, and we need dads in in our in our kids' lives. This is been evident because of the lack of dads dads have just given up they've walked away you have the whole MGTOW movement which is men going their own way they drop everything they recluse themselves from from society red pill is a touch better but still a victim-oriented line of line of thinking we need you dad your kids need you you need to be able to fight for your kids wife up and moves to the opposite side of the country. In all reality, you need to get up and move to that same side of the country. It gets annoying. It gets expensive. I agree. And it's not fair, but that's also a reason why maybe you're just being an employee needs to change. Maybe you need to start taking on a bigger project where you actually are generating money instead of earning money. A lot of people have been told you just need to be an employee. That's, that's what we went to school for is just to be an employee. Well, maybe you need to stop being that employee, but again, that would be completely contingent upon, upon you and how you want to, uh, how you want to be. If you are 
wanting help with getting this, getting back into your children's life to better yourself so that you can become the man that your, your family needs, then reach out. Let's, uh, let's start taking a peek at, uh, at what is actually happening in the back. What is the, what are the changes that you could make that can make you a better man? What can you do that would actually cause you to be able to walk through life more confident, take on the challenges that life comes at, at you with in a more effective manner. I've got a six month coaching package available right now. I've got room for maybe one more, and that's probably going to go away this, uh, this weekend. So, so there's a chance by the time you hear this, it's already gone. And if it has, that's okay. I've still got, instead of having a hundred percent off, it's going to be 95% off, which means that it's going to be, it's going to cost you $300. That's all. If you would like to change your life, change your life to be able to show up for your kids and to be there for your children and, to, and mentor them so that they become stronger, more confident young adults. So they're not these quavering blobs of emotions and, and uncertainty. We can do that. We can, you can change your child's future so that they become successful. They look at life as a challenge and they welcome that challenge and they face that challenge head on. To be able to do that, all you have to do is shoot me an email, Brian with a Y at relaxed mail as in a dude, M A L E relaxedmail.com mentioned somewhere in there in the subject and the body of the email somewhere that you're interested in the free coaching. But if I got it great, if not, that's okay. I've got it still $300 for six months worth of coaching is a freaking steal. Considering when this is all done, we'll be paying $6,000. So if you would like to, and that, and even then, six thousand dollars is actually cheap because I've known I know some people who charge twenty one thousand dollars for a year's coaching package. So you've got that. So anyhow, guys, I, I want to go ahead and let you go, and and so you can continue going out and having and winning the day. You need any problem? Need any help? You got any problems? Reach out to me. Brian with Wyatt, relaxmail.com or go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and shoot me a message and I will, t- I'll get back to you. So guys, thank you very much for listening. Y'all take care. Have a great rest of the week until next time. Bye.